Friends, and welcome to another episode of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. And if you're wondering why the Jay, the answer is I'm not a bagpipe player. And if that joke doesn't make any sense to you, I encourage you to check out episode zero, where I explain that joke as well as the purpose of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast, where we talk about faith, family, fitness, finances, and sometimes fun. Well, guys, as always, thank you for listening. I, I just can't thank you enough for the YouTube and the Spotify and the iTunes and the comments. Every single week, you guys are faithful, and I appreciate it a ton. But this episode is a little bit different. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see I've got a bunch of guests, and this is the wonderful CACS community. I am honored each week uh, to get together with these folks. We are a community of uh, Christian authors and creative creators and illustrators, and we get together once a week. And we talk about the practicals of our creation. We talk about marketing. We talk about how to actually take the things that we've created and get them to the market. There's a wide range that we do here. It might even be considered a mastermind. Uh, but the wonderful thing is everybody you see here are just the best people in the world. Incredibly supportive. They offer great feedback to each other. They support each other's art. I mean, what more could you ask for? Um, but what I'm doing in this episode is I'm bringing the community in on this recorded episode. And so the, the first half here, I'm going to share a little bit about a topic. And I want everybody to know is if you ever want to be a part of the community, just reach out to me or a friend, these wonderful folks on Facebook or Instagram. Anybody can come and join the community for uh, at least two visits. And then we can talk to you about what it looks like. But everybody here, we have our Thursday Mastermind. We also have a private community on a platform called Mighty Networks, uh, and then we also do extra seminars and get-togethers and basically are just a wonderful uh, group of community authors, creatives, illustrators. Again, the best folks. So what I'm going to do is I today's topic is I want to share with everybody three things you can immediately do to increase your online presence. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through those three topics, uh, one, two, three. And then we're going to take questions at the end, if that's okay, because usually we take questions along the way. Uh, but since we're recording this for the podcast and trying to get it out, I wanted you guys to get a sense of what some of the content is. Uh, and then usually we'll just spend the back half just with questions and answers. So if you guys don't mind, let's just hop in. Three things, and I want this to be amazingly helpful and practical. I want you to be able to immediately take these three things implement them, and then I want you to be able to grow your online presence. Now, the first one, guys, starts, uh, it's mental. I believe that every good thing we accomplish starts uh, in our creative mind. That makes sense. Everything, we had a wonderful conversation a minute ago about what we eat for breakfast. Honestly, we made that decision somewhere. Uh, we either made it when we went to the grocery store, or we made it when we crawled out of bed. Uh, but everything we do begins with a mental commitment. Everything. If we choose to do nothing, we have chosen to do nothing. And so when we want to grow our online presence, we have to make a choice to do that. It does not happen accidentally. I would. It would be wonderful. And we see the stories of people going viral. They post one thing and all of a sudden it takes blaze across the country and the world. That's wonderful. But that's even harder to do than winning the lottery. If we want, literally, it's literally harder to do than winning the lottery, uh, but people going viral is way easier to hear of than the person who won the lottery in your community. What I want us to do is I want us to make a commitment. And here is the commitment specifically, because if we make specific commitments, we make specific, get specific results. If we make vague commitments, 
we get vague results. Here's the specific commitment I think you can make that's going to increase your online presence. And you're going to shake your head when I tell you. But I'm telling you, do this and it works. If you want to grow your online presence, I want you to commit to vastly increasing the amount of content you put online. I mean, let's be honest, guys. If you want to be found online and you want to raise your social media presence, you have to make a commitment to give people more and more opportunities to find you. If we post sporadically, people are going to find us sporadically. If we have platforms that we haven't visited in weeks and months, we're either missing people interacting with us who might have left something, or we're just not engaging. But if we vastly increase, if we commit to putting out more content across the platforms, then there is a better chance for us to be found. And right now, I'm not even talking about how we shape that content. I'm going to talk about that in points two and three. I'm talking about making the commitment that I'm going to vastly increase the amount of content we put out there. Now, you guys you guys know I own a marketing company, Capitalized Marketing, and you guys know, uh, may know we put out a ton of content, um, uh, over 200 pieces of content over the course of a month. And I'm telling you, I want to increase that number. Not just content for content's sake, but if what we're doing at, at Capitalize wants to be found, I've got to increase the opportunities for people to find me. I mean, I've got to be there. Uh, you know, when people make a commitment to a gym, uh, I, I don't know if any of us have ever joined a gym before. You know, if we go once a month, our results are going to be once a month results at a gym, which probably is we're going to get injured. If you go to the gym once a month, that's what's going to happen. You're just going to hurt yourself. If you go once a week, okay, we're a little bit on track. If you go five days a week, vastly different. Practically, it works the same way. If we want the results of being found online, anywhere, website, blog, social media, we have to commit to putting out more and more content because we have to be found. The typical number on Facebook is you're going to be seen by 12 to 14% of your friend group. I got 1,000 friends. The math is easy. Might be seen by 120 people, right? Might be. Well, the only way to increase that is more content and more interactivity. And so... Content is also you commenting and interacting with others. It's not always me posting and me posting. I mean, if you took a, if you took an hour one day and you pulled up Facebook and you said, every single person and thing I see, I'm going to comment. Every single thing. Your interaction that day would be, it would just explode. And you might say, well, I may not want to comment on that. Then don't follow that person. <laughs> Only follow people you want to interact with or, or snooze them or something. And you're like, what's well, an ad? You can tell them, don't show me this. You can shape your feed. But if you took one day a week and for an hour, you said, I'm going to comment on every single thing I see, they would be commenting back. Your feed would be blowing up. And then that way, when you post, you're right in that, you're in that field, you're in that stream. Because you won't put out more content unless you make a commitment to put out that content. Ideally, if I use Facebook, 
sorry guys, I'd say 10 to 14 posts a week. I'd say at least daily, minimum five times a week. But that's just an example. But I would say make a commitment to putting out more content each and every day. But it begins with a commitment. Now, let's grab number two. You've made the mental commitment. You made it. You're like, okay, I'm in. I am going to just blow up the social media world, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, Telegram, Be Real, wherever people are, I'm going to be there. Then what? Then we stare at our screen. And I will offer this. You've got to, this is point number two, you've got to operate out of your strengths and your best. You've got to operate out of your talents and your gifts. What have you been gifted with? Personally, personality-wise, talents. Why would we do anything else? We should be talking about the things that we're passionate about, that we're gifted with, the things that enable us to create the art that we create. It only makes sense. Because people are going to begin to interact with you and they're going to be attracted to you. And what I recommend to my clients in our Capitalize Your Best program is only talk about five things. Maybe some of you guys have heard that from me before. Just pick five things. That's it. Never, never waver. That's building a brand. Just pick five things. My five things, you're going to hear me talk about marketing and business. That's one. You know that I will be talking about coffee because it's just, I'm passionate about coffee. I'm going to talk about running. I'm going to talk about my family. And the fifth one is, you know, mix in a little bit of pop culture. I like movies and music. But for the most part, that's it. 95% of what I talk about are those five things. And I don't stray. I've got opinions on everything, just like you guys. I have an opinion on politics. I've got opinion on my local school board. I've got politics. I've got opinions on my homeowners association. I'm not talking about any of that stuff because typically it's really hard for those comments to be positive. And my page is going to be upbeat and positive. At least my brand is. And so I'm operating out of my skill set. I'm skilled at marketing, just like you guys are gifted and skilled at certain areas. I'm a gifted runner. I love running. I'm passionate about it. I'm passionate about coffee. I absolutely adore my wife and three daughters. And I love a good movie or a good concert. I really do. That's it. I don't talk about it. When people see my page, they're never surprised when I talk about those things. But if all of a sudden I talked about, I don't know, um, if I started just going off and on about meter, how uh, whether people are wrong 40, I mean, 60% of the time it's true. Uh, you know, I mean, again, that's got nothing to do unless I talk about the marketing aspect of it. I just focus on my giftings, my skills, and my passions. You have to capitalize on what you do best. That's why our program is called that. That's why I encourage you guys. When we say, I don't know what to talk about, well, who are you? And you may say, I may not want to be personal. Great. Don't make personal things one of your five. But if you're saying, I'm going to exponentially put out more content, first commitment. What am I going to talk about? I should be talking about my giftings, my skills, and my passions. I know some of you in here have gifts at sewing. 
I know this. Some of you guys have shared that way. Some of you are phenomenal cooks. Some of you really have a fantastic looking yard. I don't know. We might have golfers in the room. I have no idea. But whatever you are passionate about, gifted it, and talented, just stick to that. Just stick to it. Even if you're developing a skill, let's say you're a first-time writer, just getting started. You might, you might say, I'm not gifted at it yet. Great. Share with me the process of getting better as a writer. That's your interest. Just share with me the process. We love process stories. We, we love origin stories. Why in the world am I interested in doing this? But when we make the commitment to massively multiply the amount of content we put out, the first question is, then what do I talk about? And that is, well, then talk about what you're gifted and passionate about. Because that's you. It's personal. And it helps people relate. People see my running and they'll go, oh, I ran a 5K in high school. And they might be 60 years old. Wonderful. But they'll say to me, you know what? I ran a 5K. And I'll say, congrats. That was wonderful. Um, or someone could, oh, someone will comment and go, I could just never run ever. And I go, you know what? It's miserable if you don't like it. And all of a sudden, we're having a, com a conversation. People don't even have to relate to the thing you're passionate about. They're getting to know you. And in-personal content, never any good. It's never any good. People want to get to know you. You are your brand. Here's my definition of a brand. Your brand is the consistency in which you show up online or in person. Let's just make it simple. That's your brand. The consistency in which you show up online in person. So everybody in this room has a brand. Everybody listening to the podcast, you are your own brand. And if you're if you're negative and a curmudgeon all the time, that's your brand. My brand is curmudgeon-y. Curmudgeon-any? Anyway, whatever that word may be. Uh, we, some words we shouldn't, some words we shouldn't add a Y to. But if you're an upbeat, positive person, that's your brand. You know, you've got that friend that you see in there. I mean, no matter what life throws at them, they always find a way to genuinely be encouraging, right? I mean, that's their brand. That's where they are. And so people know what they're going to get, but they're going to interact with me. Your followers need to know what they're going to get when they follow you. So be consistent. All right. So those are our first two. First two. So first one, make a commitment to massively increase your online presence. Number two, capitalize on what you do best. Share what you're gifted and you're passionate about. Number three, and I'm telling you, this one is so important. We, I, I'm confident we've talked about it here before, talked about it in seminars. It's massively important. You've got to target an ideal client or customer. You have to speak to someone specifically. I mean, just zero in. Because when that specific target client hears you and understand that you have something for them, then they are interested in buying your product or your service or your book or your art. When you're speaking about what they are interested in or need, you don't even have to sell anybody. You really don't. So I'm, I'm listening to the radio the other day. I dropped my daughter off from school and there's a commercial that says this. So I'm quoting the commercial. This isn't me. It said, are you a male, pudgy, 
over 40 with no hope of ever getting life insurance. I thought, man, that commercial is perfect. Perfect. Are you a male over 40, pudgy, and think you can never get life insurance? They called out their ideal customer. They called out their avatar immediately. And if you're driving down the road and you're like, wait a minute, I am over 40, I am pudgy, I, I, I don't have life insurance, all of a sudden you care exactly about what they say. If someone is the partner of someone who's over 40, pudgy, and can't get life insurance, they're interested. They made it perfectly clear that that company provides that service to that person. You can do the same thing. You can say, are you interested in sci-fi novels uh, with a spiritual twist? You can say, uh, are you interested in stories about people overcoming the tragedies of the hurricane? You can say, are you, are you writing a book and looking for an illustrator with 20 years of experience? I mean, all of a sudden, you're calling out the person. You don't do this on every post. Goodness, no. But you know who you're speaking to. And occasionally in your posting, you just call them out. The most famous example. We hear it on the radio. We see it on television. Most famous example of this is, have you been hurt by no fault of your own? We've all heard those, right? Call lawyer, 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 and lawyer, and we're going to help you get me. You don't pay until you get paid. They exactly know who they're speaking to, and you're driving down the road, and you're like, I was hurt by no fault of my own, you know, whatever the case may be. So knowing your target audience. I spoke to someone the other day and they said, I don't think I have a target audience. And I said, well, let's, if you can, who do you know that's bought your product or service? And then they started to tell me and I was like, well, tell me more about them. And then we drilled down and next thing you know, that the majority of their products and services were purchased by men 45 to 55 who were buying the gift for their wife. Ideal client. You say, but wait a minute, the gift is for my wife, but who's buying the gift? Who's buying the gift? Speak to the buyer of the gift. And I promise you, if the wife hears that commercial, she might go, hey, honey, I think I know what you can get me for my birthday. And so spending the time to identify who you're targeting. Now you might say, well, I don't, but I want a lot of people. Get it. You won't miss out on the broad audience if you speak to a specific audience. You won't. Because even in that commercial, it says, are you over 40 male, uh, uh, pudgy, and can't get life insurance? I bet that there are women out there who go, wonder if they can help women as well. Or you might say, hey, do you like sci-fi with a spiritual twist? My folks go, well, I like sci-fi, but I haven't really given anything with a spiritual twist uh, a try in a while. Like you begin to gather in folks in the periphery. I've got a friend and she has a program that helps parents of autism, of autistic children, helping those parents reclaim their lives. And then she got reached out to by folks with children with other conditions and said, but can you help me too? Zero down on target, still got the outer circle. So guys, those are quick. Now, those are three quick tips. It takes a lot to implement it. I'm going to be honest with you. It takes a lot of work to do what I've told you. But those three things will specifically help you. So first, what you want to do is you want to make a, a commitment to massive more content.
massive amounts more content. Two, you want to make sure that in that content, you're speaking from what is your best, your gifting, your talents, your passions, your creative brand. And then three, you want to make sure you're speaking to a target audience, that you've got a person in mind when you create content in any platform, and that will get them to it. So guys, for everybody listening online and the podcast or YouTube, I want to say thank you so much. What we're going to do is we're going to shut the podcast down now, and then our group's going to go into a great Q&A. We have a wonderful Q&A every single week, but I wanted to make sure the broader audience met the CACS community. They're fantastic. If you're interested in visiting, just reach out to me, and then we'll give you a pass. We'll give you a visit, and we'd love for you to be part of our Thursday Mastermind. So guys, again, thanks so much for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again next week. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.